That's Hunter. What's going on, y'all? I am here live with my man, TC, man. This is going to be an action-packed episode, um, another episode of Monday Night Take. We've been here now seven weeks straight going strong, so I'm definitely excited for another good action-packed episode here today. Um, you know, TC has been someone that's been in my community, BWSO, for multiple years now. He's been adding value to people on a tremendous basis. You know, people tapping in with me each and every week. Yo, TC added me value. He's helping me. You know, all these different skill sets that I'm able to develop, you know, he's really take, helping me take myself to the next level. So I'm excited to bring this brother on as someone who's doing God's work out here, um, including myself. And that's what we got to do, man, because ultimately, you know, we're only as good as how we come together. Right. And the more that we come together and are able to share information and knowledge, the further that we can get. So it was a pleasure to bring my guy TC on tonight, man. I'm going to let him let him. Give himself an introduction as well to TC. Let's go ahead and get this thing started, brother. Unmute yourself. No, I thank you. So thank you for this um, opportunity to be here. I, I Man, when you sent me that message um, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. man, I had to sit down for like an hour. Like, bro, what is going on? So um, I've been part of your community since um, August 2021. Um, and I was pretty much in the markets before then, but I didn't know what I was doing as far as trading. Um, so essentially, uh, I kept losing money in the market, kept losing money, kept losing money. I was taking YouTube call outs and all this other type of stuff, still losing money. And I think I was, uh, I was on a work trip. I was in Jacksonville, Florida, and you had a, you had a deal going on. I think it was like 50% off or something like that. So, uh, I said, yo, if I'm gonna sign up for this, I'm gonna have to do it for me. Like, I'm really gonna have to just dig in a home in. And I heard you on Clubhouse and I was like, man, Lawrence sound like the goat. So let me see what's going on. So. Man, I signed up, man. You was you was teaching classes. You was giving fundamentals. You was giving charts. You was giving the whole nine yards. And I said, yo, if I'm going to learn this, I'm going to do it for myself. So pretty much since I joined BWSO, I said, man, look, I'm finna dig in these charts. Whatever Lawrence says as far as what needs to happen, I'm finna do. Because I think a lot of times people don't realize the amount of screen time that has to go into like trading. Like some people hop on Zoom, hop on this Zoom, hop on it, but they don't understand the, the amount of work that goes in in these charts. Like my wife has told me plenty of times, like you up looking at you looking at charts again? Yes, ma'am. So, um, but now, man, it's just it's just been a blessing to be here and to help the, the help the BWSO community and to hone in on my craft and continue to learn technicals because really that's what I'm really good at is technicals and getting it in. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nah, man. So I definitely you know we're gonna get into that tonight. Um, You know, I titled this episode pretty much how to go from zero to hero this year, trading these markets. Obviously, last year was really a difficult year, um, but I felt like a lot of the stuff, you know, from the times of me tapped into the classes when I came on um, and just hearing things from different individuals, just as far as some of the stuff that you were speaking about and teaching, um, I felt like it was super important. So so what's one thing that you can say that can help people go from zero to hero this year trading these markets before we get started? Man, one thing that I would say is fully zone in on like zone in on yourself, like get rid of all that noise, all that outside noise. 
whatever it is that you want to do <clears throat> as far as trading, do it. So one piece of advice that I would say to anybody watching this live or the recording or whatever the case may be, formulate a strategy and stick to that strategy. Because guess what? It's not going to work the first time. It may not work the second time. And guess what? Again, it may not work on, on that third time. What I see a lot of traders mess up at is that they, they pivot before they actually let their strategy work out. Now, yeah. will it be some strategies that may not work for you? Absolutely. But if you honestly give yourself the actual time, and I mean the honest time, like putting in work. Like somebody uh, asked me today, actually, like, TC, how much time, how much screen time? And what I mean by screen time is me coming here, sitting at my desk, and going over charts, going over technicals, going over whatever concept that I learned. I will honestly give myself two to three, two to three hours per day for myself. And you do that over a, the course of a week, you'll be amazed at how much time that you put in for the entire month. So the biggest advice that I would say is don't give up. Focus on one strategy at a time. Yeah. Put in the allocated work. And I and I promise you over time, it will pay off for you. It may not come you on it. But it'll come right on time, like the gospel said. So yeah, yeah man. Nah, because I think it's important, bro, because we're seeing right now that this is the time where people are starting to like it's starting to become really fatigued, right? Fatigue yep. is starting to kick in. So people are starting to say, yo, why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? Why are the markets staying down for so long? These are the type of questions that I'm getting kind of on a day-to-day -day basis right now. And I'm just kind of looking at things and I'm saying, Well, I mean, last time I checked, the markets ain't really been down that long. Right. You know, it may seem that way, but it's it's about this is the time that you have to really put practice into what you're preaching. Right. You have mm -hmm. to put practice in the things that you preach, because this isn't going to be something that you're going to get fast. Right. I think so many times when people came come into trading the markets, they think it's just like, OK, I'm going to learn technicals in like two months. I'm going to be able to be this chartist. I'm going to be able to do all of this stuff where it's like the reality is. It takes a lot of bandwidth. It takes a lot of hours. Could you speak on that? How many hours have you actually spent at this computer, man? You oh, just bro. that was so key. Your wife talks to you, yo, why are you on a computer? So you back charting again? Like that's how dedicated you actually really gotta be to be successful in this, right? right? And and do you have what it really takes? Are you willing to to give some things up in the short run. Could right. you talk about that commitment a little bit more? Yeah, man, let me tell you, because, man, my she will honestly come in and be like, I think you should take a break. <clears throat> and, and to some regard, she, she's absolutely right. But um, as far as the amount of time, like if I was to actually add it up throughout the week with every single thing that I do when it comes to committing to these charts, like people put in on average about a 40 hour work week. You know, everybody has different lives, businesses, careers, whatever the case may be. But honestly, you know, you're going to sacrifice and find the time to do what you want. So for me, it's like, yo, I can just sit here and maybe I can allocate one hour during my lunch break. Like, I, like I've actually taken a lunch break and I went to the charts yeah. or I'll sit here and say, OK, from the hours of four to six, I go back and look at the chart. I know that the wife comes home around this time. Let me get it in before she gets here so that doesn't take away time from her. So when she gets here, now I can have time with her. We can eat, watch TV, do whatever. And then guess what? After that, I'm back on these charts. So there have honestly been times before where I've sat behind this screen and I will put in probably six hours in one day. Now, not all at one time because I am human. Like we are human. I know people's like, yo, just get it, just get it and do it and do it. But the reality is everybody has different commitments. Everybody has different time frames, right? Some people yeah. don't work the daytime nine to five. Some people work the nighttime nine to five or they work second shift. So everybody's time frame is going to be different. 
But what yeah. you have to do is say, yo, if I want this, I'm I'm gonna have to put in time. So like I know when people be like, yo, TC or Lawrence, how much time you put in? And we tell yeah. you, like, that's not easy. You like just at first coming here and getting it wrong and getting it wrong and getting it wrong time and time again, you're you're going to want to give up. Like in order to be a successful trader, you're gonna want to quit trading like 27 times in one week. Like, no lie, you're you're going to want to quit a thousand times. But as long as you continue to show up for yourself and you do it time and time again, and I would say, you know, again, everybody got different lives, man. But like for real, if 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 you can just put in the time, just dedicate that and let it snowball from day to day, to week to week to week to week, and just log in your hours, and you will be amazed at where you are from beginning to end. Well, not the end, but I think you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So. No, nah, definitely. But because you know, one thing I always touch on is like trader fatigue is super important. Like oh, as, a, yeah. as a trader, you can become fatigued, whether you're winning or losing, which is why I always tell people like it's good to uh, make sure you're like make sure you're taking breaks like it's it's OK. Like not trading every day, I think, is a super, super important piece, because I think a lot of times people are over trading, which is very, very dangerous. Right. Where people are becoming fatigued from taking a huge amount of trades and are looking to try to be perfect. Right. We kind of live in this world where. You know, everyone wants to be perfect and doesn't want to take L's on trades, but you have to, right. have to lose on a trade, mm -hmm. which I think is the most important part on, in accepting a loss, learning how to lose on a trade and moving away from it. Right. Leaving it in the past, saying, you know what, there's another opportunity. Let me go back and run, you know, run back the tape and come back into things. So, you know, I got a couple questions here. Primarily, are you a day trader or a swing trader, TC? <clears throat> Primarily, I'm a day trader. I honestly haven't swung anything. It's been a year. I haven't swung anything since January of last year. I think my last swing trade was Microsoft. And that was when Microsoft, I think I woke up that morning and they released news about buying um, Activision, I believe. And that was the last time that I actually swung a trade. Uh, and I actually lost it. That uh, I lost that trade. I was in the call. Gotcha. And, and it went uh, down because they were making an acquisition. Right. So they the stock dropped probably about five to ten points probably right yep yep, yep. so um you know w with your day trading strategies let's kind of get into a little bit of that oh yeah what, what is what is some of your day trading day day trading strategies that you like to use so for the people that's in bwso they already know mm -hmm. but for the new people welcome uh so for me i originally started off as a retail person i use retail concepts so like, you know, chart patterns, candlestick patterns, using uh, moving averages, indicators, and all that. <clears throat> but in my journey of trading, mm -hmm. I kept asking the question of why, like, why does price do this? So why does price do that? Uh, I kept hearing people talk about this trade price action, but you know, I'm like, okay, well, how do you trade price action? Yeah. So ultimately what I did was um, I stumbled upon smart money concepts, which is basically how the uh, institutions trade. Correct. So for me, it's all about market structure. It's all about mitigations, liquidity, uh, imbalances, supply and demand, things of that nature. So for me as a day trader, yeah, my bigger time frame primarily is going to be the 15 minute or the 30 minute Correct. as far as looking at my zones or my supply and demand levels. Um, and once price comes into my level, then I transition and go down to the smaller time, time excuse me, to the, to the smaller time frame, which may be the one minute or the two minute. Now, full transparency. The, the one minute time frame used to scare the mess out of me. Um, yeah, the candles are super volatile. Man, the one minute time frame used to give me all the time. Um, but now since transitioning over to smart money concepts, the one minute time frame isn't so bad. I mean, it's actually comfortable uh, now. Um, and, it, and it took time. It, it took a lot of time. Uh, I know I mentioned that the higher time frame for me 
is pretty much the 15 minute or the 30 minute, but also the same concepts applies for swing trading. Yeah. Um, you know, you look for the hourly time frame or the four hour time frame or the daily time frame. The yeah. same concepts is the, the same. You just uh, scale down to a one or two minute time frame for a day trade or you scale down to a five minute time for your swing trade. And that's when we look for that market structure change and then we enter uh, for that particular play. So, so let's 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 take it here. So uh, where you want to start off, because I'll, I'll, I'll follow you. Where do you want okay. to Well, actually, can I, can I share my screen if you want? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Let me share my screen. Right. How do I? All right, cool. Uh, share screen. Yeah. Screen number two. Bear with me because it's my first time doing this on this one. All right. Let me know. Do you see trading view? Yeah, I just added you to the screen. Yep. I see it. Okay. Perfect. All right. Cool. So let's break this down. What's this? Okay. So we don't need to see any of this. All right. So let's take all of this off. Let's take all of this off. Let's actually take off so everybody can see like my setups. Uh, let's take all of this off. All right. <clears throat> Let's take this off here. I don't care about none of that. All right, so I'm looking at the market right now, and from a fifth, I'm I'm on a 15 minute time frame. All right, oh. so I'm a, I'm a day trader. So for me, the 15 minute or the 30 minute time frame is going to be my bigger time frame. All right. Cool. So with that being said, and I'm Central Time by the way too. I know you're Eastern Time. Correct. So for me, hour beyond. Correct. Right. So actually, I didn't want the candlestick to come in, so let's go back. All right. So right here, I see that the market is has basically gapped up. Right. So for anybody that doesn't know, a gap in the market is basically uh, price closed down here. And on the next day, price has gapped up, which we're going to get into here shortly and what a gap is. Um, a lot of times people tell you that all gaps get filled or a certain percentage of gaps get filled, but they never explain why. But we're going to get into the details here shortly. So. What we're seeing is the seeing where the market is doing pre-market. I'm doing two things off the bat. What is my market sentiment right now? And I'm on a 15-minute time frame. So right now, I am bullish, right? But if you see on my screen, I don't have any levels on my chart yet, right? I, and I don't use support and resistance. Now, um, I know Lawrence uses support and resistance. Other traders may use support and resistance. That's, that's very good. But we all got different ways of trading the markets, right? So there's no right or wrong way. For me, I prefer to use supply and demand. And I'll explain why as well. So right here, I'm looking for levels of support. I mean, excuse me, levels of supply and demand on my chart. So right here, this is where price is currently in pre-market. For those of you that that's not used to trading, this brown area is pre-market. The bluish area is the aftermarket of the previous day. All right. So pretty much this was Friday. So now what I'm doing is I'm looking for my range for where price is and where price can bounce from and where price can reject from. That is key. Because I don't want to take a trade unless price is in my area. Either price is in demand or price is in supply, right? Mm -hmm. So since price is here, I'm looking over here to this level and I'm looking for where is the recent area that price has rejected from, all right? So key thing, I need a support area and a, I mean, excuse me, a supply area and a demand area. So when we get into order blocks, which we're going to talk about in detail here shortly, Basically, order blocks is the smart money concept way of explaining supply and demand. Order blocks is basically saying, hey, this is where the big money, the big institutions, the people with the big suits walking around with their sandwiches and, and their cigars, where they're walking around and we're looking to see, hey, where are they placing their orders? All right. So when we get those nice impulse moves that's in the market, like here, 
we're not responsible for this move in the market. This is institutions, all right? So this is an order block here without going into too much detail right now. This here is an order block right here. This green line signifies that this is where price is. It's a thing called supply and demand flip, all right? So I'm going to outline this area right here, all right? And I'm going to keep it red because this is a supply area, which is also known in smart money concepts as a breaker block, which is another term just to say supply and demand flip. All right. So that's step one. Now, if price continues to the upside, I need levels of rejection. All right. I need to say I need to see something that says, hey, TC, we're probably about to go the opposite way. All right. Cool. This area has been mitigated. Why? And what I mean by mitigation is price has visited back into this area tapped us in and then gave us a structure break to the downside, which we're also right. going to talk about market structure very shortly. Not too long, but very shortly. People that's in BWSO, y'all should rock with me. Y'all should know about breaking structure, change of character. If you don't, we got to have a discussion. <laughs> so, and then um, also what I'm going to mark off is we have an order block here. This is another representation of supply. So I'm going to mark this off right here. And then lastly, if this supply zone fails, I need a backup plan, right? Because everything in the game of trading is all about probability. Nothing is 100%. If anybody tells you that they can 100% you anything in this, just run. Run the opposite way because their person ain't telling you the truth. And then lastly, I have this area up here. All right. So I have three levels currently. I have where price currently is. I have one area of where price can reject. And I have another area where price can reject. In this key, we have two zones. This is going to be the discount area. This is going to be my extreme. All right. Mm -hmm. So now let's, whoops. Now let's traverse back to where price is now. All right. So I have my levels. Let's also take into account pre-market. All right. So on a 15 minute time frame, I'm monitoring market structure. If I see right here, we're going to get into a thing called break of structure. Now, uh, give me one second. So if you look here, I have, <clears throat> when we get into break of structure, let's take a look at this piece right here, basically. Uh, so breaker structure is basically when swing structure is broken to the current direction of the market. This mm. can be bullish or bearish. You also, what we're going to talk about is also chain of character, which we see right here. And a bullish market structure is when the previous swing low, in this case, which is going to be your higher low, is broken to the downside to form a lower low. Keep that in mind. We're going to show you a visual here, a visual here shortly. Next, you have a bearish market structure. So this is when previous swing high, which is going to be your lower high, is broken uh, is broken to the upside to form a higher high. So now let's switch back. So what we see right here is we have a high and we have a low. See right here, right? So at this point, we have a chain of character, but price comes back up to this case to give us another chain of character. So now we just change back bullish, all right? So if I want to mark this off, I go to my trend line tool and I come across. Now, Price then close right here. Price, excuse me. Price close right here. So that's key. I want to see a candle body closure above this point. Follow me, y'all. Follow, follow with your boy. Follow with your boy. Candle All body right. closure. Uh, go ahead, Lawrence. I'm sorry. Nah, candle body closure because that's important, right? When when price is able to get above that level and close above that, yep. the buyers have taken control. Keep going. Yes, sir. Absolutely. What Lawrence said. Yep. We want to make sure a candle body, not a wick, a candle body closure. All right. So, and I also have an order block. So an order block is another way for me to identify supply and demand. In this case, this is a bullish order block, all right? So basically, in a nutshell, an order block in this case is demand. This shows that big money, people with the big suits on and all that good stuff, uh, well, maybe they ain't got suits on, but they got on some. Um, this is where they're putting their money in, into the market, all right? 
So we identify that right here by this bullish engulfing candle. All right. So now what I'm going to do is switch back to the uh, let's actually one thing I also do is I just like I like to look at different time frames. I'm going to go to the 10 minute time frame. I'm going to go to the five minute time frame. Now, what I'm looking for, what I'm looking for is this order block, this area that's sitting right here. So I see the essence of demand in this area. All right. So now what I'm going to do is go to the one minute time frame. And let's say that the market is about to open. All right. Uh, let me right click and reset. All right. So I have my zones. And what I'm looking now, currently we're in supply. It's a thing called supply and demand flip. If I see that there is a change of character, keyword, a change of character in here, there's a potential to go long, meaning there's a potential to buy calls in this area. So what time is this? All right. So the market is about to open. All right. So now the market is open. Everybody placing orders. Everybody running around doing whatever they're doing. <clears throat> and now for me, all I'm doing is traversing through market structure. Yeah. <clears throat> and now I see in this case, we have this low. This low has been taken out. We have a candle body closure. Um, not really yet. Let's wait one second. So now we got the candle body closure here. All right. So now what I'm looking for now is traversing through price. And now I'm waiting for this to happen. So this wick, this is wick market structure. This wick traded higher than the high of this wick. And this is the low. So in a nutshell, what we had was price to come down, price to come up, price to come back down lower. And we had a closure here. So now what I'm looking for is a change of character. This is going to be a change of character. I need for price to close above this zone. I mean, excuse me, this level right here. This is key. If I don't get a candle body closure, I'm not entering into calls. I'm waiting for that confirmation. All right. Yeah. So, and, I, and I want to stop you right there because yes, I, yeah. I think that's where a lot of people are getting into trouble. Right. They're just seeing a, a, a small. Right. They're saying, oh, it went green. You know, we saw green. Let me just go long. And they're not seeing a candle body closure. So I want everyone to put that into the comments right now. Candle body closure. And I want you guys to share this because what he's explaining will definitely sh save a lot of people money. Keep going. Bro. Yes. It had, trust me. Y'all. Trust, trust Lord. It didn't happen to me yeah. so many times. I got in early. I'm about to make this money and end up losing. I'm telling you, wait for that candle body closure. I'm telling you, it, it will save you. It will save you. So, all right. So. We've now got this candle body closure above this level. So we're all we're talking about market structure, all right? So what we talked about earlier was this order block. So for me, what I'm looking for <clears throat> is for price to come back within this zone. Um, let's actually change this to not extend it. And let's change this now to green to signify we have demand in this area right here. All right. So basically what I'm saying is since we got this area right here, what I'm looking for is for price to come back. Some of you all may have heard of the BCR, which is the break, close, and recess, especially for people that trade support. I mean, excuse me, that trade support and resistance. So here, I'm essentially we got this break, a close, and then essentially let's retest this area. But what's happening is, remember we talked about order blocks. The big money people they can't just drop five hundred million dollars into the market. No way. They have to do it in blocks of orders. That's why it's called order blocks. Mm -hmm. So an order has been placed here. You have unfilled orders in this zone. So right. once price comes back into this level, those unfilled orders now get filled. And now what we're doing is looking for the break to the upside. So what I'm going to do now is go to my long position tool. I'm going to place it here. I want to enter this trade when price comes into the zone. Stop stop losses above below. That's it. Because if price comes below this low, my thesis for my trade is no longer valid. Like right. everybody listen to their part. This is my stop loss right here. Right. I must respect my stop loss. I can't right. move it down. 
I can't come down here and be like, I hope price comes. No, it's no hoping. Yeah. I need for price to hold within this level. If price dips up under this level, I'm not in the trick. So yeah. please respect yourself. Super important that you guys are are jotting this down because a lot of people are, you know, probably the number one question, you know, that we're asked is when should I take profit or when should I cut my losses? Right. Yeah. And the chart is literally showing you where you should be looking to get in and out, right? If you're seeing a break of structure, a change of character, these are terms that TC is using and talking about, right? If you're seeing a, a body closure below a low and you're in calls and you're sitting there looking and thinking that the market is going to come back, you're going to be sadly mistaken because if it gets underneath that low, it's going to move back down to the downside. You know? Yep. yep. Keep going, TC. Listen to the panther. Listen to the panther. So now as we traverse, so, okay, now let's also add in where to take profit, right? Because everybody's like, okay, how do you enter into the trade? Where do you take profit? All right, so for me, I want to target this recent structure high, which is here. And if we yeah. get a break above this currently, then as far as my structure overall, and this going to be a break of structure, but we're going to also see break of structure within substructure as well. Don't want to give it too much all at one time. Don't want to confuse everybody, but just follow me the best that you can. So now if we traverse through price, Prices now come back and visited this area that we just talked about. Let me actually move this over. Prices just now come back and tap into this zone. All right. Again, as long as price doesn't trade beneath this, I'm good. So now let's go out again. <clears throat> and now price is now closed above this high here. Mm -hmm. And now if we traverse through. And what time was that? That was your that was your time, 845. So that means that was 945. My time. Yo, let's actually change this to New York. Uh, okay. to, to New York session so we can be in okay. with you. So yeah, this is now, uh, let's just say that we entered this trade at 9.41. Mm -hmm. And as far as this trade is concerned, we hit profit at 9.45. So okay. in a sense, now this for me would be TP1 um, and keep, now this is risk to award ratio. I personally don't like risk to award ratios that's under one for three because what you're gonna learn as a trader is that and and shout out to Mark Douglas is that um you're not going to be a successful trader on a trade by trade basis you're not because there's going to be times where you're going to lose three four five six seven times in a row yeah um you're going to be a successful trader over a series of trades Correct. because if we take well let's get through with this and you'll see what the risk to reward ratio would be um and we can traverse through multiple time frames to see but if you get at least a one for three and let's just say you took a trade of 10 sample sizes and you lose half of those, right? And you win the other half. Well, let's just say you only won four or three of those trades. You're going to be profitable over the series of those 10 trades because the risk to award is in your favor. Unlike yeah. something like a one for two or a one for one, because especially one for one, that's just a waste of time because you're basically saying, I'm willing to win what I put up and that's not what you want to do. So mm -hmm. if we traverse through really quickly, because I, I don't want to hog up the screen time and see what time it is. So right now, <clears throat> we basically have a break above this high which is here so if we have a structural break right here and we've now broken up again let's get some, a few more candles into the mix and let's just say we have we're looking for a candle body closure above this point and we get one right here we can also say we have another break of structure as well which occurs right here so i'm going to also throw in a few more terminologies as well um to kind of better explain things so since we have a break of structure right here there is a potential chance since we're in bullish market structure, we're looking for key areas that price can come back to and pull us back into a trade. So we can mm -hmm. also identify this area here as a potential zone that price can tap back into. 
And all I did was identify this order block here that gave us this push up to the upside. Price mm -hmm. then taps into this order block here and then proceeds to go up again. So if right. we still converge through market structure, we have another break of structure. So now I'm gonna speed it up just a little bit. Let's actually go three times because um, <clears throat> I don't want to take up too, too much time. So essentially what we have again is another break of structure to the upside. So if I was to lay blue, it would come across these highs here. We have another break of structure. So what this telling me is that market is still bullish. All right. Yeah. And again, we're not, we haven't hit any of our supply zones yet. Our supply zones is up here, but watch this. Yeah. So if we continue, let's just go on again. We have, <clears throat> and again, this was my low. So from this break of structure, this was the previous point of significant structure. This is the point that we broke structure, meaning this is my swing low. So as long as price did not come down and close mm -hmm. below this, still bullish. Yeah, still, still bullish. bullish. Right. It's all about levels, guys. It's all about levels. So here. And that's why it coasted on that level pretty much until it broke out again. And it pretty absolutely. much flagged, pretty much flagged if we if we want to be precise with it, pretty much flagged yep. all that whole way. So, yeah. Yep. So now we go again, <clears throat> price coming down, we get the pullback. Because why? Price isn't just going to go straight up. We want those healthy pullbacks. That's healthy price section. But keep in mind, I say healthy price section. Because we're going to come back and look here. This is an imbalance in the market. This is a gap right here. Right. This candlestick here is inefficient price action. That's unhealthy price action. What that's right. telling me is in this session that there was per buyers. So remember, the market needs to be as, as balanced as possible. So for every buyer, there's a seller. For every seller, there's a buyer. That, and I want, you to, I want you to say that again, because I don't want that to go over people's head. Yeah. You said there was an imbalance, right? Yeah. In this session, say that one more time. So, yeah. so there was an imbalance here, meaning that in this session here, even if we talk, so there was an imbalance in two areas. There was an imbalance in price in this candlestick right here. And then if you see right here, there's a gap to the upside. This signifies an imbalance in the market. Or if you want to say there's there's um, inefficient price action, meaning this is unhealthy price action because for every buyer, there's a seller and for every seller, there has to be a buyer. There has to be an imbalance or a conviction of something in order for the market to move. So here, what we see is in this area, we was pretty much fair to the buyers. We weren't fair to the sellers. Price closed here and opened up here, creating this gap. Correct. This is the same thing from the gaps that you may see from overnight plays or earnings or CPI data or whatever the case may be, you will see that gap in the market. And what that tells you is, that, and that's what we go back to when we first started, there's an imbalance in the market. That's the reason why gaps get filled because it's an imbalance. The market seeks to correct those imbalances to become balanced as much as possible. Now, that doesn't mean that the gap is just automatically finna get filled. There's, no, they're on the bigger time frame, there's been cases where gaps have literally stayed a week, two weeks, three months, four months, five months, Shoot, there's even gaps from last year that still hasn't been filled yet. Those are imbalances in the market. So if we traverse really quickly, we have another breaking structure to the upside signified here. This will be my low. <clears throat> and then now uh, price looking for price to hold above this low here. Yeah. Price holds. We see we did get a breaking structure to the upside here. This is now my significant low here. Yeah. <clears throat> Whoops. One second. But now also taking it on the aggressive approach of market structure, we do have a high here. Uh, for, for those that's in BWSO, I did give you a glimpse of this as far as the aggressive way. This week did close a little, I mean, not close, but this week did come a little below this. So this here, we can mark this off as a potential chain of character right here. So let's say we're looking for price to hold this level, all right? Mm -hmm. And then now 
And then we're at what time is that? That's 1130. That's 11. Yep. About 11, 16, 1130. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. So now yeah. what did price do? Tapped into supply. That means that the order flow has now shifted. We were bullish, but now we just tapped into supply. So you can take this one of two ways. You can take the risky entry. And if you take the risky entry, that means, hey, price tapped into supply. I'm looking to take the trade as soon as price tap supply. This is going to be my stop loss and other concepts, which we're going to talk about shortly. Let's just say you wanted to target down here. If you look and, at this, and, 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 for, and for the record, I took yeah. this trade today that you're showing right now. This is yep. the trade that I took today. Yep. So, but for me, I don't want the risky entry. I want the confirmation entry. So yep. I'm going to delete this. So even if we talked about candlesticks, I mean, you see you have this spinning top here, this shooting star is this, this spinning top here, which signifies a potential reversal that's about to happen. So you have two things. You have candlestick recognition, which is here. And also we're in supply. Mm -hmm. There's two red alerts that should just go off in your mind right here. All right. So yep. what I'm looking for is that confirmation entry, right? So yep. at this point, Price never closes above this level because if we do, we have another breaking structure. That's right. bullish. That's a bullish market structure continuation. Right. So now what we're doing is waiting. Oh, so what do we get now? We got on this level a candle body closure right here. So mm -hmm. again, not a wick, but we got a candle body closure above at this level. So now let's take it back one step. I'm looking for that supply on a lower time frame that gave me this change of character. Excuse me for not saying what this is. So we got this change of character. Why? Because this was our previous higher low. And now we just got itty bitty this, this lower low. So after a lower low, people in the chat, what comes after a lower low? A lower high. So we're basing our trade off of their potential. Doesn't mean that price can come back up and get us. But we're we're basing our trade off of their potential lower high. And that's what we want to get into the market. We don't want to take the breaks because there's been so many times I've, I've taken a break and got faked out. Right. Let's just say you took the break down here and let's see what happened. You did get a social break here. But this is the area, the order block area that I'm looking for for price to come back up to. So if I go back to my short position tool, not the long, because we're now potentially shorting the market over buying puts. I want to enter when price enters into this range here. This is my order block area. And I want to place my stop loss above the high. So in this sense, now what I want to target, off the back, I want to target this recent structural low. If you see yep. here, off the back, off grip, my risk to reward ratio is almost a one to four. Off grip. But right. however, remember we talked about those imbalances, y'all? Those imbalances in the market, that unhealthy price action? Guess what we got over here? Unhealthy price action. So guess what I'm finna do? I'm finna see if we finna tag that bad boy so we can bring so we can bring this down again. Now I know we haven't talked about this concept, but there's a concept of liquidity, which is basically gas in the market to go from order flow to order flow, right? So in a nutshell, liquidity is going to be your trend lines, your channel lines, your equal lows, and your equal highs. So you know if you take the break of a trend line, what they tell you to do, hop in, hop into puts because the trend, the trend line just broke. It broke out yeah. of that structure. Correct. Exactly. Well, we broke out of that structure. But what's happening, if you think about the trend line, if you buy, so let's actually be a little bit correct when we when we when, when we draw this. Let's just say you have this trend line right here. Yep. You have all these touches, another point to confirm. If yep. you think about it in a support and resistance perspective. What, what, so they tell you to buy, there's orders sitting here. There's orders along this area. There's orders sitting here. Because if now we bring in and we talk about support and resistance, even if I just put a level here, 
you have support here, resistance in this area and multiple touches. Even in this area here, you have support here and resistance all up in this area. Yep. Same thing down here. But what's there is nothing but orders. So have you ever been in a in in a trade? And this for anybody that's on this tapped in with us tonight. That that's tapped in with us tonight. And shout out to everybody that's on here. But have you ever been into a trade and you was like, yo, this is a strong level. I'm gonna take buys when price comes back right here. Price, right. uh, you'll you'll get into the trade, stop losses down here, and then you'll get stopped out of the trade. And people are like, man, they hunted for my stop losses. Are they doing this? Are they doing that? Well, you're the liquidity that they're using to go from point A to point B. Why? Because we just tapped into this bigger time frame supply. Same thing here, here, and here. So now I'm looking for price to come back into this area. And now if we yep. get it. <clears throat> yep, and this was, yep. Yep. So now price tags into the trade. So this is my stop loss right here, guys. This is my stop loss right here. And in a sense of a share perspective, I'm only risking SPY, and this is SPY, by the way, I'm only risking SPY to move 22 cents against me. That's it. And I'm targeting right here $1.41. In this perspective, my risk to reward ratio is 1 for 6.41. I would take this setup every single time. So now we talked about liquidity before. What do we have building up right here? We have internal liquidity being built up again. So this is more confluence for me if I'm trading retail to take the break of the trend line or if I'm using smart money concepts to say, yo, there is internal liquidity sitting here. I'm, I'm tapping to the trade. There's more confluence for me to go down. So yep. now let's just play out some more. Price never stops us out of the trade. Nope. We now get a, a, a structure break below this here. And we, broke it and we broke below the previous low. Correct. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Y'all pay attention. Y'all pay attention. And then now <clears throat> we got another break of structure to the downside right here. Oh, but where do we stop it right here? On this level that we just talked about. So let's say somebody was like, yo, I'm going to buy cars right here. And then, oh, well, price dipped a little bit below. You got stopped out. When you are in buys and you get stopped out, your buys turn to sell. So guess what? That's momentum to the downside. That's yeah. the added fuel for us to continue to move down. So if we play out price a few more and we identify order blocks, this is an order block here that we can potentially that we can potentially reject from, or price can come back right here. For me, I don't want to see price come higher than this. I for sure don't want to see price come higher than here. So if we continue to play, play <clears throat> exactly, price came right into this area right here off of this order block that we talked about here. It would pass the discount, went to the extreme, and we got another breaking structure of this previous low right here. And then now, what are we doing? We're now close to this imbalance in the market that we talked about right here. Let's pull our tool over. And we actually hit target already. And we didn't even talk about it. But then now, if we just diverge through price action some more, you have another break of structure here. You have imbalances up here. Bunch of. Yep. <clears throat> and when price is coming on up to clear out some of that inefficient price action, you get another break of structure up here. In doing yep. so, you have order blocks all in this area because if we're going to continue this bearish market structure, price can come back in here and give us those rejects. <clears throat> and this is and this is why this is why patience is important when you're looking yeah, exactly. at exactly because you see nothing but the market making lower lows and lower highs since the twelve o'clock hour, and then yep. at the same time we also have Federal Reserve speakers that were coming out and started opening their mouths, and um, you know they were saying things that you know people. <laughs> didn't quite like and the market showed you that you know yep. with order flow with the order flow that was here and you look at how the dow was up 300 points today but then it closed down 150 points 
So this is why I keep telling people like all these pops that you're seeing in the market are going to be fake left right right here right now. You're going to see them get sold off in order for markets to go lower. They have to go <clears throat> higher first in order to go lower to create imbalances in the market. So super important. Absolutely. This. Yep. Yep. And we can just finish it off here. I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I wanted to show. But essentially, exactly what Lawrence just said, ever since we tapped into supply, we kept making lower lows and lower highs, lower lows and lower highs. We identify the imbalances in the market. Price comes up to mitigate those imbalances. We identify the supply zones or I like to call them the order blocks that's in the market where big money is placing their trades. Price yeah. comes back up to this order block zone. We create the internal liquidity, which is a trend line. So for yeah. people that, that take trend line breaks or channel line breaks, this is the reason why those work, because this is no more than liquidity. The liquidity is being ran in the market to go from point A to point B. That's all it is. And then if we just play our price, I'm not sure. <clears throat> and as long as we don't come back up and take out their recent high, you're still going to be bearish. And then let's and let it play out. This had 1,400 hours. Let's yep. let it play out the rest of the day. I think we close, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around like 388, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Yeah, I think I, I think so. Yeah. Yep. And we see, do we take? Yeah, so we did close below this low. So we do have a new lower low. And we about, yep. And the market fell again. And if we just continue, we're in power hour, which really ain't been the power hour. And uh, another lower low, price comes back up into. And for people that's looking at this from a retail perspective, they're saying, hey, look at this chart pattern here. And they take the break. And then what's happening in this area, there's an accumulation of orders. Price is going on. We're ranging in here. Price gives you the impulse move to the downside. We get that structure break to the downside. Price comes back up, corrects some of this imbalance in the market, taps you into your order block, and yep. down she wrote, uh, down she wrote, like murder she wrote, like Miss Fletcher, for people that know uh, um, murder she wrote, for the people that's my age and older. <laughs> so, and then we got another break of structure to the downside, and so on and so forth. So, uh, that's all yeah. I wanted to show Lawrence as far as I know you asked me what some things that I look for. When I'm day trading, this is exactly what I look yeah. for. And I mean, it's it's super, I mean, pretty much super 90, 90, 95%, you know, super similar to everything that I'm doing. Like yep. lower lows and lower highs, break of structure is super important. I'm waiting a lot of times to see a break of structure to the upside or to the downside before placing trades. So the reason why I'm waiting till like after 10 and even sometimes 11 to catch some of these nice reversals, right, is because the market is always going to usually give you an opportunity to allow you allow it to expose itself mm -hmm. right everyone a lot of times get caught up with that first reaction oh my gosh the market's green today or right. oh my gosh the market's red today and people aren't paying attention to where liquidity is being driven right where is right. money like so people you know always have questions for me and you is like yo how did you guys like even rj right rj told people last week on friday he put in he said yo i'm swinging tesla tesla be up monday you know and people are okay well well is rj a wizard does he have a crystal what does he have i doesn't have anything of that he doesn't have anything of that nature he was able to see you know where price was going you right. know based upon the break of structure right based upon yep. the break of structure yep. you know tesla came down all the way to 102 and there was demand for it there it then broke back above 110 and it broke through supply and you know it was it needs to go find after it breaks through that level it needs to go find more sellers right so there wasn't really any sellers right and i'm gonna show this here right now um let me go ahead and share my screen yes sir you do it man uh let's see here share my screen yep. yeah tc gave some good game and you know i want to i want to go go to something to allow people to understand and see like 
it's the same exact thing, right? If you're looking at my, my screen here, right? With Tesla today, what did Tesla do? Well, on Friday, what did it do? It came down here to, you know, about 101, 102. It then was able to do what? It was able to go ahead and break above, right? It take my trend line. It was able to go ahead and break above here, right? This, it, it broke above. It broke above this structure, right? And so it gapped up, right? And then it came here Monday morning right off rip. But where didn't it break today? 123. 120, yep, yep. Yep, right here. So there's sellers that are sitting right here. So you can always look at previous price action to really be able to determine where their seller's at. Now, in the event that Tesla had broken above 124 today, you could have concluded, well, now we know that buyers were able to take this above where sellers are at. So this thing is going to run, right? So th those are just some notes, you know, that I want people to, you know, kind of take a look at, you know, when it comes to their different trading strategies to be able right. to see, you know, this kind of on a consistent basis, whether you're a day trader, whether you're a swing trader, or even a long-term investor, this stuff is super, 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 you know, important for you to have because, you know, a lot of times you don't want to be out here kind of blindly looking at the markets, right? Just kind of guessing. What TC showed you tonight, you can open up that MacBook at 9 a.m. tomorrow and get prepared and at 9.30 be ready to print some cash. Please don't get it twisted. This episode, you're going to need to rewatch it, not just once, maybe <laughs> twice, maybe three times. You might need to watch this 10 times. Because this is how we print money from the markets. It's non-negotiable. This is what we're doing. This is what it takes. And so the, the more reps that you get in, the more that it sticks. You'll start to say, okay, it broke structure. It made a lower low. It made a lower high. So all of this stuff is just now like second nature to you. And it's not, well, I thought it was doing this or I thought it was doing that. And instead of being someone who's reactionary, you become someone who's putting the pieces in place before the things start to roll over. So I definitely wanted to say that. Um, yes, you know, TC, um, any particular stocks that you like this year from a long-term investment standpoint? Any particular stocks that you're looking at, you know, that have really caught your eye? Mm, if I say for me, from a long-term perspective, um, I would have to say definitely Tesla. Mm -hmm. And it's really because of you. I always listen to you talk about Tesla, especially at these prices. Yeah. Um, I do believe Tesla has more room to come down, which is nothing more than an uh, opportunity just to continue to buy and buy and buy. So for me, it will be Tesla, uh, AMD. I'm really big in the semiconductor space. So AMD, um, also um, SOXL. Now, not for a long, long term hold, but from a percent to total, a percent to total perspective. Um, yeah. Also, of course, you can never go wrong with, uh, let me see. Apple and another one that I like would be uh, Square um, because Square at these levels, Square is as high as 272, almost three. At these levels, I do definitely like Square. So for me, those would be my picks going into this year. But I'm really more concerned with tech because tech has been taking a beating. But I know long term, you talk about three to five years from now, you're going to be so happy that you invested into tech. Yeah. It may be some shakeups right now. But if you think long term, you're definitely going to be good. Yeah, nah, the same way. That's that's definitely how I feel. So, you know, bro, I mean, I appreciate you coming on. You know, obviously, this won't be the last episode that we do. Um, you know, we definitely got to get in person to get, deliver these people a, a crazy, amazing, powerful event. You know, yes, they're knocking my door down for that one. Um, so we'll deliver that. I believe this year we'll we'll get together at some point and, and get this oh, yeah. uh, get this thing readied out. So. 
you know, we want to thank TC for it, for his time, his commitments, the things that he's done, you know, everything. Um, I want to see some fires in this chat, man. I want to see some TC. I want everyone right now to drop TC in the chat. That's what I want to see. I want to see TC mixed with some fires. <laughs> drop that in the chat. Show this man some love. You know, he took his time out tonight to step into the step onto the show and he delivered um, more than what he said he was going to deliver. So we want to thank him for his time and we appreciate him. So shout out to TC, man. TC, how can I connect with you? IG. Um, yeah. So um, Instagram on uh, Instagram, I'm at TC dot the chartist. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just revamped my Instagram. Shout out to my sister. Uh, so you can follow me on Instagram at TC dot the chartist. So uh, I have messages, email, whatever, all this is on there. So definitely perfect. follow me on uh, on Instagram. Perfect, 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 perfect. So, you know, we're going to go ahead and and wrap this thing up. We want to thank you. Um, I know national championship is on a lot of people probably looking at different stuff Um, going into the rest of this week. um, We have earnings season right before we wrap up here. Earnings season. We do have an earnings season class live here in Atlanta on Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. So you guys do want to be attendance for that. It is live at Legacy Center. Shout out to all BWSO members. You guys are going to be able to be tapped in um, to that. So I want to see people show up here in Atlanta, 3015 North Martin Road, East Point, Georgia. Make sure you guys come 6 to 8 p.m. Um, we're going to be there. Um, we also have the tour. The tour starts on Friday. Uh, I will be in L.A. next week. We will have an MLK Day uh, special special show for you guys in L.A. The tour starts in D.C. Uh, so shout out to all my people. I see we got some people from Baltimore, Virginia on the line here tonight. Make sure you guys tap in and uh, make sure you guys tap in as well. And connect with T.C. So, you know, we thank you guys very much. Uh, earning season, like I said, is getting started. CPI is on Thursday. CPI is on Thursday. Please understand there's bags to be made out here this week. Do not play around. Do not play around. There are bags to be made out here this week. And what TC just showed you, please do not get it twisted. You can apply that information and make a bag this week. So rewatch this episode. Your homework going into next week. This episode will be here. You better watch this thing tomorrow and you better watch it Wednesday. (laughs) And then when Thursday come, you better make a bag. And then on Monday, the markets will be closed, no action. And then we're going to talk about everything that happened this past week and going forward. A lot of things to get done. It's January. We'll look forward to seeing you guys next week on Monday. Shout out to TC. And y'all make sure you guys follow him. What's your ID again, brother? Uh, TC.thechartist. So if y'all put it in the chat, I know some of y'all are already following me, but um, I don't know if I can type in the chat. But TC.thechartist. Yep. All right. Perfect. So we appreciate y'all. This has been another episode of Monday Night Take and stay tuned for next week, man. We'll see y'all. Peace. That's 100.